I want you to remember to stay good boys and girls. Respect your mothers and fathers and do what they tell you. Obey your teachers and learn a whole lot. Now, if you do this, I'll make sure you get good presents from me every year. <laughs> but if you're bad boys and girls, your name goes in the bad boys and girls book. This is Film Sack. <laughs> oh, sure. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Film Sack. It is our final Christmas episode of Film Sack for 2019. And, uh, Ooh, glad you is, had that 2019 in there. I know, right? <laughs> I was getting a little worried. Yeah, a little worried. 447 is the episode. My name is Scott Johnson. We are mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind, and I'm joined today by Brian when Santa loves mommy very, very much. Dunaway. No, oh, he loved her a little too much. Mm. Oh, ho, 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 hi. Dear Penthouse, <laughs> I never thought this would happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, me and Ibid didn't do the same thing. Yeah. But no, I saw. I, love it. I hope right. it's not all three of us. Yeah. Right. Oh, good. Yeah. But I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus, and I liked it. I mean, I liked it to a level that is probably socially unacceptable, except for here in the pages of Penthouse. Now, this next part I'm going to tell you about has never been put to a tune. But after the smooching, I hung around for the 30-minute leg-hugging show that followed. Boy, oh boy, if you ever had the question, is Santa a leg man? The answer is a resounding, uh-huh, and how. <laughs> now, I probably should have gone to bed at that point and dreamed of candy canes and presents, but something just kept me hanging around. And man, am I glad I did, because after the leg-worshipping event, I saw something that I had never seen before in my entire little life. The best way I can describe it is... Santa got busy decorating Mama's Christmas tree. I mean, I don't even know that was a thing. Well, at this point, I was so excited, I had to run tell my brother what I saw. Needless to say, he didn't get it. I guess you had to be there. Anywho, hope to talk to you more in the spring when Mom and Dad will undoubtedly, undoubtedly ruin Easter with their sexy cosplay shenanigans. Sign yours truly, Moss Garcia. Wait, twist ending. Ha, you thought I was the other guy. Hi, Harry. That was Moss. Magic stalker van, fly away, fly away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. Well done. Uh, but this is also now, now for a different take on that. Yeah, very much. <laughs> uh, from all the way in beautiful, lovely Canada, who where he's on vacation right now. Randy, whose name? Sorry, Randy, who names their kid Moss anyway? Jordan. Aloha, Ooh. Scott, Brian, Brian. Uh, that would be uh, uh, Richard Ayoade's uh, mom from the IT crowd. There so, you go. okay. Uh, uh, boys, uh, son, <laughs> I, I, I think it's time we had to talk about sex. Uh, mm. I know you're a big boy now and you've got a lot of questions, but I think I can answer them all with one simple idea. Sex 
is when a man sits on the floor while a woman stands facing him and he holds his face about a foot away from one of her legs while he caresses her other leg with one hand very slowly and doesn't do anything else. <laughs> All right, good talk. Please don't go cut yourself. Oh my God. I'm such a cutter after that scene. Yeah, it felt it felt a bit like a uh, hygiene class uh, film, right? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. a little bit. Except you were the student was behind bars leading upstairs to his bedroom. <laughs> right. Uh, with us finally, Brian. His toy hatchets are deadly sharp, Ibit. Oh, they are too. All right, here we go. Tuck in, everybody. All right. Twas the sack before Christmas, yes. and all through the studio, not a Phil Collins track was playing, not even Sue Studio. <laughs> Randy Scott and Brian had joined me with their notes and their mics to record a new episode with our jokes and dislikes. When down here in the basement, I heard such a noise. It sounded like someone had knocked over all my Spice Girls toys. <laughs> Oh, Santa, I exclaimed. It's good to see you this winter. Come in, have a seat. One sec, I'll move this 3D printer. <laughs> Santa said, I've been, watching all the mo- I've been watching all the movies, you see, and I was wondering if you'd do a big favor for me. You see, I'd like to join you as you record today's fair. I've watched Christmas Evil, and I'd like to be fifth chair. Yeah. I've got my opening written, he continued to talk. It's a bad... Ob- <laughs> Hold on, I gotta do this one again. I've got my opening written, he continued to talk. It's about a bad Santa who is caught unwrapping some woman's box. I've even got my Twitter post, which I won't share at this time, because it's 288 characters and won't fit with this rhyme. I cut him off there, and I said, oh, Santa, I'm sorry. You've always been so good to me ever since that Atari. But the show's made for four hosts. There's no more room in the boat. But I will take your Twitter post because it beats what I wrote. (laughs) And as he walked out dejected, I could tell he was pissed. Hope you have a good show, boys. Enjoy being on the naughty list. (laughs) Yeah. Nice job. This is why I didn't do any rhyming because I thought about writing a rhyme. I said, nah, Ibit will kill it. Yeah, he'll take it. He'll take that (laughs) job and he'll do well with it. Uh, nice we, job. We, we are definitely on Santa's naughty list. Oh, There's yeah. no doubt in my mind. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, man. I After just, this. I just, I just hope that no wannabe Santas out there have us on their naughty list. <laughs> in, their, in their naughty volume 1979. Yes. yes agreed. This is all true. All right. Hey, check it out, everybody. We watched a movie called Christmas Evil or otherwise known as. What was the other name? Oh, uh, better watch better out. Watch out. You, you better watch out. Yeah, you better watch out. Which uh, I think I there was a third one too, wasn't there? Like a third. There was. It was like uh, Evil Santa. No, it was like uh, um, let's see. Terror in Toyland was the that's other it. Name. That's it. Yep. <clears throat> right. Which Terror in <laughs> someone, Toyland. Someone apparently gave it that name without watching the film or right. reading the script or. <laughs> yeah, I like... don't know. I I don't I don't mind Terror in Toyland because. I mean, the movie is ostensibly about a guy who makes toys, right? Yeah. Well, all right. I mean, but it's not Toyland. It's a it's a factory, and the factory yeah. is important, really, as important to the story as you know, just the right. the, the stuff going on in this guy's head. The terror no, never and- happens. There is the point. He's the terror is like he's a psycho. Actually, mm-hmm. there's not that much terror. I'm just going to say this right up yeah. front. Dude does not kill enough people. For a Christmas horror movie, I'm, not enough I death. Was so, I was so yeah. pleased that he did not. I was so pleased that this movie reached deeper than I thought it would. 
I mean, it did. Wow. It did. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and, yeah. and Brian, listen, Brian Dunaway, or uh, Ibit, during the week, he made a few references to this, but says, look, if you've seen uh, Joker and this, there's some similarities. It's somebody. Some weird parallels. Yeah, weird yeah. parallels. And, and I haven't seen Joker, but I know enough about it to, to now understand what you're saying. And I think you're right. And it is more about the, it's a kind of a falling down. I mean, there's a million movies like this where right. somebody's just kind of had enough, the the final straw sort of moment they have, and they snap and they become psychos. And this is one of those. And it's so much one of those that I think the body count's only three, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they get there's, very, well, there's, there's how many people in front of the church? Because there's like... Uh, well, two, that's the question. Two dudes, he, right? They, thought did he just kill two. them or he just blind them? Did he kill them? I'm not sure. So, yeah. They were, when, when everybody else was running back into the church, it seemed like there were two or three people laying on the ground, not moving at all. Yeah. But besides uh, his, it was the, his the, butt, besides Fred the jerk, uh, right. that's all the other people he killed, right? So, I mean, it was like but maybe I three or so. four. Didn't he ask, did he, actually, did he just ask Fred on the head or did he ask? Uh, no, he, uh, he didn't ask Fred on the head. He gave him a star to the neck. To the eye, I thought. Yeah. Oh, oh. oh no, I'm sorry, not Fred, not Fred. Uh, the, the guy in front of the church. Um, oh yeah, so he, no, he's he got the same one in the guy's eye, eye. And, right? And then, right. and yeah, then he asked, "Was it the same guy in the head?" See, that's the problem. That scene is Fast really cut. convoluted. You can't tell who he's yeah. hitting. Like he's. Yeah. It, I've been Frankie that I was thinking, not Fred. I can't remember. Frank. <laughs> there's a there's a there's a trope <laughs> at the heart of this film. Yeah. That sets it apart from Joker and so many other movies that we might compare it to. And yeah, and that's the trope called sympathetic murderer. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Harry, the, the and the difference between sympathetic murderer and murderer is that Harry isn't necessarily malicious. He's working from a moral code, and he's got he's got reasons, things he sees, mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. that justify at least for him what he's doing, right. And and that's like that has the potential to always be really interesting. I mean, this is a horrible movie, but it has the potential. <laughs> I think I think it's only horrible in I, I I thought about this a lot during the week because every time I tried to walk away from Christmas Eve and go, nah, it's just a crappy movie. I kept going, but what if it had a better budget? Because mm-hmm. I feel like right. the skill level and the talent was there. I just don't think they could get everything they needed with the budget they were on right better budget um a couple better actors throw a christian bale in there as harry and and uh, uh they're onto something here buddy yeah exactly you know and and make it something a little bit you know it, it's a psychological thriller that just mm-hmm. happens to have some some slasher elements would, but really it's a psychological See, that's interesting you thriller. went with christian bale i would have gone with Patton oswald as your as your dark oh, well then you're then it is going to be comedy right i don't know no don't know you could I do serious that. you could do serious like he in fact he did one like this remember that one where he called he he what was that movie where he called into a sports talk radio show all the time and it was super dark ah he was it was, was he got a fan or something right no but it was kind of like that and he got a lot of renown for that like it was a big right. i'm a huge fan of comedians doing serious things because i think they they go deeper and get weirder and it's it's a i don't know it's a uh, thing. Like the adam sandler thing big fan like that's a, up big fan yeah big yeah fan. i remember so so my my most to me the most interesting example of sympathetic murderer uh and and, and believe me i understand this is complicated but it's the recent james bond films mm. because james bond himself for me for my viewing he's not really a super agent anymore 
he's a guy who's out there killing people who need to be killed. Mm. Right. And uh, see, so you're he's very sympathetic. He's mm-hmm. got really good reasons for all of these killings that he's doing, and he's doing a lot of them. Sure. Right. Yeah. But it's no longer like it's no longer James Bond is a sort of a crime fighter. And and he's working for a government, right? Like he's not he's not trying to you know save the Western world mm-hmm. through through legal <laughs> means, you know. Like he is a sympathetic murderer, is what he is. Kind of, and, yeah. and I find that very very interesting. Does... Again, I or go ahead. Go Sorry, ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. I just say I hate to compare Christmas Evil to you know objectively good films by by comparison, <laughs> but it's just like that's a, that's a fascinating trope that that what? thing and, and right. like I, I i'm glad that it brought it up yeah right back to the quality of of acting too i think that brandon margot who played our harry character i thought he did pretty freaking amazing job i don't uh, know about I amazing think, but did all right i mean yeah did pretty good again and, again and, uh, uh, and it's maggart you know because he oh, might I'm listen sorry, send us an email and say it's pronounced maggart <laughs> maggart you darn maggart yeah Looks like my, maggot to me, but whatever. Right, he's done a lot of TV <laughs> stuff here and there, but I, I thought I, I really bought into his, his Santa insanity, insanity. That's it. Oh, yeah. I see what you've yeah. done. I see what you've done, done there. I see. Right. Uh, no, he, he's fine. It's not that he couldn't do the job. It's just a, I don't know. There's just an overall sort of, there's an earnestness to it. Okay, and I respect that. Yeah. Like I feel like everyone's trying real hard. Um, but whether it be budget or director or skill or just pacing or whatever all the things are, I can't at the end of this say, oh, this is a very good movie. Um, the oh, reason I, I think, didn't say uh, it was a very good movie. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the reason, uh, what's his name? Waters. I always want to say John, John, John Waters. Waters. Yeah. <laughs> I always want to say Roger Waters for some reason. Right. Uh, John Waters says it's his, it's his high recommendation for any kind of holiday movie. Is because John right. Waters loves psycho shit like this. Like Kitch. he's yeah, I'm yeah, and I'm gonna say I, okay. Have you have you ever watched? I'm not gonna give Lewis Jackson, the director of this movie, too much crap because I'll say some of the things that he was able to pull off and some of the shots that he was able to to get in there. I don't know if it was all a cinematographer or what, but I all I gotta say is, and this is a really stupid comparison. It's gonna make some people mad, but if you've ever watched early Spielberg stuff. With that low budget, I'm just saying mm. it's not that far away from this. Mm. I'm not saying this sure. guy has I mean, Spielberg talent going forward. I'm just saying I at the low budget level, he did pretty darn I wouldn't good. compare it to anything newer than Duel. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. Right, because after Duel, he actually started having a budget. So I Right, mean, exactly. But yeah. uh yeah, I mean the you know the the un, the driverless truck chasing down the dude. Yes. That, that's that's kind of on the level uh right with the Special resources he level had of this. sure yeah yeah so i mean you know the editing was what it was the audio was what it was if you ever watched the duel it's kind of suffers from the same things where you know the audio is inconsistent just because you didn't have the opportunity to have consistent equipment everywhere that you were filming and just kind of piece it the better you know to, as well as you could yeah there's so, a bit I mean, of that going on for sure <clears throat> there was also a heavy use of this thing that used to happen in 70s and 80s uh, horror movies, which was these weird interstitial sounds, just discordant sounds right. instead of music, ah. like like <laughs> things yeah, like that. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, I capped a few of them. We've talked about them on previous episodes of the show, but it, this thing really relies on this weird uh, right. use of that stuff. Sure. It's really distracting. But in this case, 
it felt really weirdly fitting. Like this movie would be weird if it didn't have it. So as right. dumb as it is and as annoying as it can be, it actually fit for me in a weird way. Like I came away from this having way more fun with the movie than I than I expected. And there again, that earnestness comes through like they're really trying to make it good. Uh, Christmas horror movie or a psychological thriller or whatever you want to call this. Um, somebody, the director once said, this is more of a Frankenstein movie. And the only yeah, reference to Frankenstein obviously. I can find is him getting chased by people with torches. That was about it. Right. Well, that's, that's the thing. He's, he's turning into it. He's turning into a monster and he doesn't understand good and evil as it is based in uh polite society. So right. I can kind of right. see that, uh, you know, the, the Frankenstein angle, of course, has got the story, but yeah. I feel like you should have given yourself a trope alert, Scott. You, oh, you actually, oh. you actually mentioned the trope of the pitchforks and torches crowd literally having torches. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, they did. Like, really. it, I, I stopped. I'm like, okay, right now, if there <laughs> right. was a, if there was a horrible human being yeah. that would, uh, and I was asked, we need to hunt. There's neighbors going door to door. We're hunting a guy. You got to join yeah. us. We're going to stop this crime wave. Right. Or could I? put together a torch in a reasonable amount of time i'm, I'm asking myself could right. i know could the i right now no. with what i have on hand and the answer is no unless right. i just wanted to set something valuable to me on fire right <laughs> i, I could make one it. out of a shovel but at that point i might as well just carry the shovel right yeah, yeah. We'll well that's that's kind of a double bonus right like you right, you, know, right. you wrap a rag around the top of the shovel soak it in uh I don't know Kerosene. what you soak it in. Yeah, yeah I think I've got yeah, a tiki like all... torch that I could right. probably dump the contents on, uh, of into a, under the rag, light it. But then once you find the guy, you use your torch to find the guy. Then you, right. then you. But beat if him you already have a tiki shovel. torch, why don't you just carry that? Yeah. <laughs> well, because tiki torches have kind of fallen out of favor in the last few well, months. That's right? <laughs> true story. True story. Yeah, tiki torches Good don't point. exactly have the same uh, decorative no, cachet they used as, to have. Not as quaint as they used to be. <laughs> yeah, not, not, not as much. Not as much. I looked at his, I, uh, his 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 filmography thing. Lewis Jackson's uh, th has three directorial credits. <laughs> yes. He has three right. writing credits and a bunch of special thanks stuff. But the can, three directorials. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. The three things he did was Christmas Evil, which is what we just watched. In '74, yeah. he did something called The Transformation: A Sandwich of Nightmares, <laughs> and then if, something can called. Can I direct the your attention to the movie poster for The Transformation: A Sandwich of Nightmares? I, I'm looking you right may now. indeed. Thank you very much. Because Mark. because it looks like a choose your own adventure book. Oh, look it at this! Does. Wow. Wait a minute. Right, like exactly like. It like is. exactly like a choose your own adventure book. And the like, plot is, is film? novice Baxter falls in love with exotic singer Michelle, who turns out to be the high priestess of a cult he's investigating. The fictional part of the film is bookended with behind the scenes footage of the production. So it's a movie where they didn't have enough movie. So they put behind the scenes, the making of the movie Wow. Uh, at the front and end right. of the movie. Wow. And don't forget the subtext on the uh, poster, a sexual <laughs> film odyssey of a young girl exploring her innermost fantasies in a sea of navels, thighs, and buttocks. <laughs> and you missed up at the top. It says, Diana is coming in. I forgot that oh part. Yeah. God. Yeah. Oh, a we gotta sandwich see this. of nightmares. Sandwich. No, we really don't need to see this. But I, the sandwich my... of nightmares is that the movie is sandwiched between yes. the making of, a documentary about the making of. Speaking of, yeah. sa speaking of sandwich of nightmares, I, I don't want to go too early on what grossed Scott out, but man, that oh. Santa eating that sandwich. Yeah, that was it. 
That was it. You got it already. It has to be. Yeah. Because in, in the sandwich? Yeah, like yeah. When, when he was when he was slurping it up and yes. drinking that water. <laughs> yeah, that's what I wrote too, is that like his his mustache getting all soaked with milk and then he's like eating. Wasn't even here's, the milk. Thing, here's the thing. Whole movie. I can give you so many examples of where I thought, oh, you know what? This uh what's his name? Lewis Jackson. Lewis right. Jackson has a camera here and he can't change the focal length. Mm-hmm. That's he is right. stuck. He you is can't. stuck framing something up close. Mm-hmm. Because he, apparently he's in a room that's too narrow, and he's got nothing like it. The whole movie, I'm like, why don't these guys use some different equipment? I feel like I'm, I'm constantly being forced up because close. he was Poe. Mm, yeah, so. I, I, I guess like right. it, it just really bugged me. Like it, the guy knows what to do with a camera. It right. just it didn't. Well, I've been like, involved I, in a couple I, of I was, small film projects, and we're always beholden to whatever equipment we have, mm-hmm. at least up until this point. So, I mean, mm-hmm. up until more recently, when you can pretty much film anything you want to on your iPhone, it was a real question. You know, it's like, okay, well, we have three of these cameras that that we can use, and we want to be consistent, but they're not as good as this one camera we have, and so you just kind of get stuck. It's just all low budget mm-hmm. stuff, you know. It's just, and it's kind of and you speaking have. speaking of making movies on on our iPhones, did everybody finally ever see the Florida Project? No, no, that was filmed all on. Oh iPhones, yes. right. I never that saw was, it. Oh really? I, the one with the two kids uh, terrorizing yeah. a small uh, apartment complex <laughs> in Coral Gables or something, wherever it is. That, I guess uh, outside yeah, of Orlando. What was his name? Orlando Who's thing? in that? Uh, freaking can't think of his name. Uh, Green Goblin. Yeah. Uh, um, oh right. Yeah. Willem uh, Dafoe. Uh, Willem Dafoe. Like, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, and he's fantastic, by the way. Deserved a nomination. He's, he's really movie. good in that. Yeah. Uh, but the 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 thing about it is. Um, when you're making a movie with with an iPhone, you can go places because nobody notices, nobody cares. Right, right. If you're carrying yeah. around an iPhone, yeah, it looks like and you're so, filming like anybody else would. You're just making an Instagram right. post or something. Sure. And, right. And so uh, the Florida Project, and I guess this is a spoiler. Sorry, the Florida Project um, depicts kids breaking into Disney World mm-hmm. and having the run of the place. Talk about that. and. You could, you could have, you know, like Disney World doesn't allow you to go film inside their park. Mm-hmm. That's like completely verboten. Right. But everybody's in there with iPhones and yeah. they're filming. Like, so there's no, there, you can't stop that. Right. Right. And so the filmmaker, whose name I'm forgetting, just went in there with an iPhone and filmed these kids running around in Disney World and now has the shots that justify the, you know, the story he's telling. Yeah. And it's like, wow, you could just go anywhere now and, and take absolutely. Film. You know, like well, more did, more than did ever. Anyone ever see uh, Escape from Tomorrow? Which, unfortunately, yes. I mean, came out back in 2013, but it's a similar thing. Except they actually filmed it in Walt Disney World. They couldn't use—I don't know why they didn't use iPhones because that would have made things a lot easier. But they—it's um, it, basically about uh, this seedy underside of of Walt Disney World attacking this family as they. <laughs> Right. go through it yeah and they filmed it in disney world with little handheld cameras um yeah and they were pissed right disney was super pissed, disney got pissed but pissed. Yeah. yeah but if they would have used iphones they probably could have done a a better job right. <laughs> yeah. probably wouldn't have uh they wouldn't have even gotten caught with uh well, or maybe they didn't even get caught i can't yeah. remember the deal it says and people yeah People walk into Disney World with uh, lenses all the time too. You could put a, you could have a bunch of different clip-on lenses for your iPhone. Yeah, and and you'd be fine. 
Yeah, the, well, and the new the new thing has got all kinds of pro set stuff on it. Like you can oh, it's do, amazing. yeah, you can yeah. do crazy things with it. But yeah, I'm looking at that poster. I didn't realize this was so long ago. It was 2013. I thought this this feels like yesterday. Yeah. That's crazy. I, I remember hearing about this old, when they just, they were suing them and everything. It was bad. Right. I'll tell you what feels old. Not Christmas Evil from 1980, but the representation of 1942 with Santa coming down the chimney and then going to wash his hands in a bowl of water. And I was like, nobody does that. And I'm like, oh, during the 40s, I guess people still did because well, everybody had. It was 47, and, and I guess maybe that's true, but the house I'm they sure were it was depicting. Still it wasn't the norm, but you certainly probably still saw it a yeah, lot. Yeah, but that well, house was, was like a suburban house in a suburban neighborhood. There's no way it didn't have plumbing. They, I didn't say I, okay, that yes, they, they were limited by budget, <laughs> but yeah, the representation or the idea yeah, you know, on it, paper was that he would be doing this. Like, right. and like so many things in this movie, that was very carefully crafted. That was actually quite thoughtful. I thought, oh right, they're trying to transport me, the 1980 audience, back in time 30 years, and it worked. It's like, well, Santa's gonna be all covered in soot when he's come down a freaking chimney, so we're gonna mm -hmm. leave out a, a way for him to wash his hands before he touches our stuff. Yeah. Like that makes sense, and it and it you know like it even though it wouldn't have made sense in 1980 that much. It made sense to make to take you back in time, and I really really like that. But of course, I was sitting there questioning: Wait, is that Dad uh, at right, first, right. or is it the real Santa and then Dad later? I couldn't. I, I that that was confusing, oh. and so like I didn't like it. I don't like it. When I, mean, I don't like it. <laughs> I thought that's why Santa wore gloves, though. Like he comes down the chimneys all city, takes off the gloves, eat the cookie, eats the cookies, drinks the milk, puts the gloves back on, goes back up the I chimney. Santa was Next magic. House. I didn't think he had to touch anything. I thought like, he was like just, resistant. Like Teflon, like soot just doesn't stick to him yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. That's the Santa I know. That's the one you're by familiar with? Sure. That's right. And by the way, it may have annoyed some people this scene where uh, Harry as Santa Claus is trying to uh, go down uh, Frank's chimney to kill him. <laughs> yes. And that suffering of him trying to get <laughs> down there, and yes. that was the best part for me, watching him try to suck himself back up out of there when when fantasy and reality meet 100 percent amazing if you know just drawing on the the joker comparison one more time right. uh this is the equivalent of the scene where joker is dancing down the stairs in brooklyn <laughs> <laughs> so good yeah it's very good yeah. that part was good and i liked it because it fought in the face of uh what should be a santa thing that's easy you know what I mean? Right. Like when you right. think of Santa Claus, you're like, oh, he just rips in up and down those chimneys and leaves mm -hmm. his stuff and then off to the next house and somehow does seven continents worth of deliveries in right. one night. And and that's the fantasy. And here he is trying to live that fantasy and he can't get down the damn chimney. It's it's great. <laughs> Harry and Harry didn't break his reality. I mean, you would think that that might break right. his reality, but it didn't. And no. he right. just kept on going. Yeah, yep, that exactly. was that was really fun to watch that. Yeah. Ho, and I ho, love ho, modern chimneys suck. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> and I love that in other movies. I just love it. I love yeah. it when somebody is either pretending to be something and reality ensues, or just you have, like, I don't know, you have powers and you're powerful, but you're not that powerful. You can't, you're like, the, a simple thing like the size of a chimney, you know, will defeat right. you. Mm -hmm. I, I love that. I, I think of so many so examples fun. of that one. Yeah. And it, Man, I, I've been I, talking this movie up and people are going to think, I got to go watch this movie. You don't have to watch this movie. It really is a low budget experience. If you're not, if you're not a fan of low budget films, you're not going to enjoy it. Right. But that earnestness comes through. And I, I, I know I keep hammering on that. And there's something to, there's something of value in that. 
right? Like right. even when you've you're, it. it's like watching an old Ed Wood movie or you know a mm-hmm. modern equivalent might even be John Waters or somebody. But you know when they when you know that the their heart is all in it and it's just still not very good. It elevates the content. It makes it a little better, or at the very least, watchable because you're you're witnessing something where they didn't just half-ass it. They did yeah. what they could with what they had, and there's something about that in this movie that I liked. I liked that, yeah. Yeah. and I felt it yeah. through most of it. I'm glad it wasn't a kill count movie like we talked about at the beginning. That was probably the mm-hmm. biggest surprise to me. I really thought this was just... Another slasher movie, Kill Count. They didn't have Dude, enough strawberry from the movie puree. Poster, it looks like it's going to be. They're comparing yeah. it to Friday the 13th and Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, oh, man, all right. It's just going to be Santa goes crazy, kills everybody, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I, I kind of want to argue that that's the, the letdown of the movie, though. Mm, could be, is, yeah. It, it sets me up with expectations that it that never even comes close to meeting. Like, right. because it, like it starts with an inception of a villain scene. Right? Mm-hmm. right what right. may what set this guy off oh here we're gonna depict for you the you know the the trope of harmful to minors and then and then i'm like okay i am all ready for this guy to grow up and be an absolute maniac mm-hmm. and kill people and kill lots of people and there's some killing right but it's nothing like friday the 13th nothing like the friday well the first one is kind of more like this but not no, there's way more killing in the first Friday the 13th. Than I, I agree. I think the comparison is not a good comparison. Him saying it's more like Frankenstein is a little bit of a stretch, but I understand what he means. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I, I would yeah, call this closer like- closer to something like, oh, okay, there's this old movie with um, dude who, oh, I can't think of his name. Guy that was in, uh, he was Merle in, uh, in um, uh, Walking, Walking Dead. Dead first season. Uh, uh, can't, it was in the oh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Played uh, right. Yondu. Yondu. Yeah. Uh, Mary Poppins, y'all. Uh, can't, can't think of his name. Oh my gosh, what is wrong with me? Oh. Hold on. Uh, I know I had to look it oh, up. Oh, it's gonna annoy me. Did you, get, you find it? Because I'm doing the same. Uh, no. Hold on. Guardians. This is gonna drive me nuts. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yondu. Where are you, buddy? Michael Rooker. Ah, Michael freaking Rooker. Jeez. Oh, you're trying name. to think of the Michael Rooker name. I'm, I thought you were just talk, trying to think of the film. No, 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 no. So, well, I am, but but Michael Rooker was in it. It's an old movie from the 70s. I'm going to find it here, or 80s rather. Ooh. It's called Henry, A Portrait of a Serial Killer. That's the movie. Oh, yeah. And okay. I finally saw that uh, after years of people saying, you should see that. And there is more death in there, but not much more than this. And it's a lot like this it's a it's a guy you just sort of watch slowly smolder into a mess uh which is you know ultimately and brings on his own demise now the difference here though this movie last night we haven't even talked about this yet somehow at the end of this thing i think he's really santa claus at the end or something because his his van drives off little magic how how are we supposed to interpret it what are we supposed to think of that my take is that it's we're purely seeing the fantasy from his point of view. He's going off the thing. He's dying. The, the, the van is crashing and it's the end of Harry. But I think we're seeing his imagination of how, uh, how, um, right. how he perceives his, his world ending. Okay. Totally yeah. a valid way, one way to look at it. But I think that this is more of a nod towards truism that, that this guy really 
has found a way to rally such faith in kids and Santa that it ends up being like a Christmas movie, literally a Christmas movie where magic happens at the end. Even I though hate it's supposed that. to be a killer. I hate that idea. I mean, I'm not, I don't, I, I, I'm not I saying know, you're wrong. I'm not saying right. you're wrong. I just think maybe if yeah, that is what I, he was going like for, it. then man, what, what a weird right. way and, to go. And, and the thing is, it could have been depicted just a little bit differently to make that case. Right. Uh, what What is depicted is just the Im- imagination of the madman basically in, in in his final thoughts right that's, mm-hmm. that's but don't we want to believe i mean the, the the tightest bond that that he compares to frankenstein is the fact that in the frankenstein stories movies the universal films uh the kids rally about you know there's a kid that rallies behind frankenstein and it's that innocence that resounds where the adults are afraid and they don't like it and and they kind of you know he's a monster in, in that way, it kind of works, and that's the reason why I felt like it was kind of leaning towards that at the end for me. Yeah, no, I understand. I, I My guess is it is it is from his point of view, but normally when you do that sort of thing, you have other indicators so that the audience right. doesn't get so yeah, confused. Yeah, so there's like, there's like a spinning token or something that yeah. stops spinning. So, oh, something's supposed to happen to, to take us right. back or take us away from what he's seeing or whatever, but that doesn't happen. In this case, he busts through this barricade, <laughs> Floats unnaturally in this van. <laughs> and the van, by the way, we didn't mention this. If you haven't seen the movie, he's uh, painted a sleigh band. on the side of the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and then when it, I love that. And then when it goes up, it, it continues to go upward, not down. It, it, it elevates and right. flies over the moon kind of silhouette style-ish. It's, not, it's right. a terrible effect. But anyway, they were trying for that. And then roll credits. Like that is the, that's, that's your ending. And it's, it's interesting really foreshadow too. I never jolting. could quite place my finger on what they were going for, but we had seen that he kept watching the moon because the iconic scene we see in a lot of illustrations in which he has fantasized about plenty of times is Santa, you know, silhouetted across the moon. And when he saw that full moon on, uh, I guess, Christmas Day, I, I guess he saw that as a, you know, it kept kind of building up in his mind that that was how it's going to go down, suppose. Right. It was a bad graphic, by the way, that moon. Right. Didn't look right. Mm-hmm. Graphic. Yeah, yeah. 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 Put a circle on a stand somewhere out in the city. Now, <laughs> it's called I it think a moon. There, I think there is a take on this film. It would have been different, but there is a take on this film where he becomes Santa Claus, and this is a Santa Claus inception story. Right. I really, <laughs> I really genuinely, and I was like, the comparison to Joker is very interesting in that regard. There's a version of Christmas Evil that could have been made that I would have said, "Oh, that's that's better than Joker." Mm, and right. seriously, like I, 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 I believe I, it. I didn't like Joker. I don't think it's a, a it's a good movie. And it's because of the character already having so much story out there. Mm. And and we come along and we tell such a different story about the character that I'm like, you should have just called this something else. Right? Oh, I like, see what you're saying. It's like they skin. In in a way, they made a movie about just some common psycho, but they skinned it for DC in a way. Right. Yeah. yeah. Let me and let me just let me just elaborate a moment, Scott, so you can understand yeah, what I'm saying. I like where so, you're going with this. So there is a th- there's a character called the Joker who has exists for exists for decades, right? Right. And then right. Todd Phillips comes along and 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 I'm going to refer to this as Todd Phillips Joker, right? Yeah. So the Joker is a criminal mastermind. Todd Phillips Joker is not. He's a dummy. He doesn't have any spark of genius at all. The, the, the original Joker is funny, right? The original Joker is a guy who makes jokes. But Todd Phillips Joker 
really doesn't have a sense of humor. Like he's uh like not the kind of person that's that's uh actually entertaining to the people around him in any way. So okay, in Todd Phillips Joker, the villain here is actually society, okay? Mm-hmm. And that's really really boring to me. <laughs> uh seriously. Um, right. And it makes me it makes me go, oh, right. Not every character needs a backstory. You know what I'm saying? Like a Harley Quinn, very interesting character, does not need a backstory. I'm, no. I'm, I'm well, we totally set. Well, I know, but I'm totally set with that good. character from the beginning. You don't need to give me a backstory. But uh, coming coming all the way around full circle, I'm like, oh, this movie could have given Santa Claus a backstory. We right. could, like he could have actually become Santa, and we're like, oh, so that's how Santa got made, <laughs> you oh, know? Weird. And that could have that could have been interesting. That's an interesting because, you know, idea. Yeah. Again, the villain is society is not that great, but in this case, uh, you know, the villain is Santa, I guess. Mm. Which his own, yeah, his own. Uh, mm. So yeah, it, it's about. It's well, I thought this whole thing was interesting because I mean, we all have probably at one point in our life stopped and said. Wow, this fairy tale of Santa, kind of scary, kind of mm. creepy. Yeah, you know, Some thinking about it. a guy, you know, popping into your house in the middle of the night because we get oh, so excited no. as kids. Start, start earlier in the story. He's scary and creepy because he watches you sleep. Yeah, he's That's keeping right. a list. Yeah. He's keeping mm-hmm. a list, and so it was fun. I thought it was really good to explore this. He knows this. when you're sleeping. He knows when you're yeah. awake. Oh my gosh, that right. is creepy. I don't like it. <laughs> also, by the way, this Santa Claus, not real, hundred percent sure about sarcasm he couldn't quite tell it's like okay these right. guys at work are being sarcastic assholes and then he like he finally gets it and he starts being stabby mcgee but then later on he goes to a party he's outside christmas party yeah. yeah he's outside the window dancing he comes in and they start up and you're like uh-oh he doesn't recognize sarcasm this is going to end badly yeah. <laughs> you know, no, they're being for real they're being sincere was was anyone else watching this movie where he is at a workplace he's a person at a workplace did any was anyone else reminded of the btk side story in mindhunter mm. oh yeah uh oh a little sure. bit. Uh, you mean the the one that you see at the very beginning and end of every episode that yeah that, yes oh yeah. that well yeah that the btk killer sure yeah, yeah. every t- every time <laughs> okay, they yeah. would have in fact it, i thought he was going to be end up being some dude that got because of what he witnessed with his mom and Santa Claus, right. I figured that would be, right. oh, well, he's going to be a peeping Tom this whole movie, and what's really going to rile him up is when he sees someone doing it. And it mm-hmm. kind of is that, yeah. but not really. I mean, the kid with the penthouse is enough for him to, you know, whatever. By the way, why is that kid cutting that out of the penthouse? What's the yeah. Uh, I love that. Uh, what well, gonna, it, what can a, you do oh. with that that you couldn't do with <laughs> it still in the magazine, really? I don't yeah, know. but I mean, if you can He's place the, next you can place the lady killer. in yeah. your own environment, maybe it, you know. I think, no, I mean, I, I think if there's a serial killer in this film, yeah, it's, it's the, the kid, kid cutting out the. Absolutely. Because I think he's about to cut off her arm or something when. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Moss Garcia, by the way, was just. It made me laugh every time Harry got mad about moss garcia and then all the stuff with moss when he was outside moss's house yeah and he was hiding in the, in the bushes and he put the mud all over his hands and face and <laughs> he put that hand face print on the side of the wall i'm like where are you taking me harry yeah i don't understand what's going on but some, I, I of, some of that didn't go anywhere the, look, what's the what's the actual sin here right because you have to have a sin for right. every killing we keep right. i'm right? keeping he you is, awake randy <laughs> yeah i was just 
I I had two cups of coffee. There was a burp trying to come out. All right. Okay. There was a burp trying to come out. I'm I, totally kidding. I managed it. It was right. fine. You did good. Uh, so yeah, what was the every sin? every killing has to have a sin. What yeah, was the die. sin here, other than uh, lying about? Being uh, needing to switch shifts was that is that the sin? Oh, that's the sin. yeah. So that's the sin. that yeah. Right. So that was yeah. yeah. So that was your sin. That's a sin punishable by death, really. If you're yeah. if you're yeah. like me, if you're like, like Brian, wait a minute, you made me work on a on a weekend, and uh... <laughs> the sin was the sin was deception and lying, right? So well, I mean, yeah, okay. but in the case I mean, in the case of the two dudes out sin. in front of the church, their their sin was just they were bullying him. That was it, right? Right. And, mm-hmm. and in this case, since it's Santa Claus, it's not like a uh, clear cut one sin versus the other. He has a whole list. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a little bit different when Santa gets in there with his rules. Yeah, he's got his own way he's got <laughs> of his own dealing way. with shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a it's a strange thing how how deep the movie actually kind of makes you think about it, despite the fact that it's kind of just a dumpy thing that you can watch for free on YouTube because some someone <laughs> uploaded it. And no, no one I cared. watched it on I watched it on Shutter because I, I, I like yeah. my Shutter. Oh yeah, yeah. This was and, enough for me to start my my trial of Shutter. I'm going to keep it going and watch uh, the Creep Show stuff because I hear yeah. that's really good. It is very good. Yeah, do it. Um, Surprisingly good. It's not even just like, hey, we took we took the Creep Show idea and made it modern. It's 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 a very adherent to the spirit of Creep Show. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also some other stuff on there. I'm like, oh wow, like these. If if we could. Um, get you know our listeners to subscribe to one more service shutter would be the perfect one for like six months and just we we right. just hammer out every shutter Knock movie that we can find. yeah because there's so much on there i mean well that's all it is right it's just all yeah yeah stuff and there's and, gotta there's gotta be uh, some real gems in there that we can find yes Randy. really interesting mm-hmm. aspect of this uh so in um in december 2000 this this thing gets uh, released by Troma, right? Lloyd mm-hmm. Kaufman's company puts out a director's cut of this movie. So you're like, oh wait, 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 wait. This is a whole other company. Why why in the world would they buy this movie to in, in order to release it? Right? There's no way it's, but it does kind of fit their their list, right? Hold right, on, right. Troma now it's, own. You're saying they own Christmas Evil? They're the guys that own it. They, I don't know if they so still they do. Did, they did, they for did a in two thousand, okay. right? Okay. Right. So, uh, so okay, why? So Lewis Jackson claims that the sale of the rights to the film to Troma was done under false pretenses, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and oh wow, that's that's very very interesting. I'm going to quote Lewis Jackson. I thought that Troma owned the rights, but of course Troma never does what they say they're going to do. It turned out they'd bought the rights in a fire sale. There was literally a fire, and the people who owned the rights were bankrupt, and Troma walked into the rubble and picked up the film and and walked out with it. Like, there was literally a fire? This right. is so interesting. Why am I not? Tell me more. <laughs> I need to know. How did this happen? Yeah, there's a whole documentary there that we haven't seen yet. Must be. I like right. about that kind of wheelie-deely stuff that happens. In the lower B tier of Hollywood, I would love more. I'd love a, a better look at that kind of stuff because you know there's yeah. some stuff, man. There's got to be just some weird. It's like it's barely a cut above porn, and there's skeevy stuff going on there. Just imagine oh, yeah. what it's like to have trauma show up to your fire where a bunch of films burned. 
and says, "Oh yeah, this one here looks like it's not burn enough. I'll I'll give you two hundred right. bucks." Like we'll take it. <laughs> right. You don't question it because they sent down the you know the the they sent down the toxic avenger to pick it up. So you're like, okay, right. Right. I love right. that. Right. I love that. They got a guy in full right. toxic avenger outfit. I'm here Were to bring up the fire. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this was a different costume before it melted. (laughs) I'm authorized to buy Christmas evil. The other really interesting thing around this film that gets mentioned all the time when you when you read about this film is the video nasty panic in the UK. Mm. And uh, we've talked about that a little bit Uh, in the early 80s. uh, In all across the West, there were all kinds of censorship boards that came to be and they started trying to get movies banned and keep people from seeing movies and apparently in the uk christmas evil was one of the movies on the list with like exorcist that they tried to pull off the shelves and of course it had already been available for years so like why you're, you're too little too late mm. but it, it is it was called the video nasty panic over there and it's just yeah it's just fascinating because when you read about it and i want a documentary on this when you read about it all sorts of tiny video distributors are themselves participating in the outrage because mm-hmm. they know if they get a letter to the editor published, that'll raise awareness of their little movie. Oh right? yeah, sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll show you. Sure. It's an old parenting uh, principle. If you tell your kid you can't watch RoboCop in this house, I always bring RoboCop right. because this is my mom. She wouldn't let me watch it. You can't watch RoboCop in this house. The kid goes, "Ooh, what RoboCop? Oh, now I really want to see it. Yeah, I wonder what oh, Billy's doing this weekend. I'll bet he has a VCR. Let's go over there. Like you just." You 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 create additional awareness by being a freaking. Yeah, yeah. What are we doing right now? Huh? Uh, uh, <laughs> so that that is always fascinating to me when that uh, happens to uh, to to stuff like this because yeah that's part of their business they benefited in a weird way from that kind of moral uh, moral what do you call it? moral policing you know right. And uh, they all they all got like why why did we care about faces of death when we were kids? Why was that a thing oh, that got banded around school? Snuff, it was promise of snuff films. I mean, how yeah. could you not want to? It seemed like oh. forbidden fruit. So you were like, yeah. oh my gosh, what is this thing that's banned? I'll find it and get it. Like you just had nothing to get it. makes you want something being more or being told. Let, yeah. Nothing makes you want something more than being told you can't have it. I.e., the Popeyes chicken sandwich. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Dude, they, but I want it. They're finally back. They can't good. have it. They are, and they're great. They're really they're, good. They, they're worth the. I mean, it is. Uh, they live up to the hype. They do. You know what I wanted in this movie? What? I wanted more of Patricia Richardson <laughs> on Moss. Oh yeah, that no, her great. and get the car, Moss. Her and <laughs> her and uh, Hector Salamanca. I could use more of him too. He was barely. Yeah, in there. yeah. yeah. They, yeah. they had a couple of stars there. They didn't even know it. Yeah. So that's uh, Patricia uh, Richardson is uh, Tim Allen's wife in the Home Improvement series. If you haven't seen. Yeah, it. but also a lot, a bunch of other stuff too. Yeah. But yeah, she's yeah, yeah. she was really well, good in. Um, uh, she was on the West Wing. She was Alan Alda's campaign manager during some of the final seasons when he was when Alan Alda was part of the cast fantastic she was great in it like she's a very good actress and she's barely in this i see that she's playing margaret in a very vintage christmas a tv movie just right now that's playing right now i wonder if she's uh smacking an adult moss in that one (laughs) to me that sounds (laughs) like uh that sounds hallmarky is it is it a hallmark christmas movie yeah i'm not sure if it is but it show looks like it yeah did i miss christmas did I miss something? And well, I do want to come back to Hector Salamanca because you know Breaking Bad fans sing this oh, yeah. this young, 
like so, fi- yeah. figuring it works into the better call Saul slash uh breaking bad lore makes it even better yeah but was there ever any payoff and i just missed it to the the print the face and hands print on moss's uh side of the house no. i don't no. think there was no, any nothing. payoff for that no that's yeah. like, oh, what, what an interesting shot. Okay, right. on to the next thing. Yeah, yeah. how is that? Ooh, that's going to play out somewhere. They're going to see right. that. And, and, uh, no, like, I can't never, never it's almost like it, it'd be almost like I... if a character in Star Wars and a really big Star Wars sequel, uh, right. said something like, um, I just have a feeling. And then they never, they never <laughs> follow that through, right? But you know, what I I'm was trying about. to rack my brain because it, I've, I've watched some other, uh, you know, I've watched some, some some stuff on Santa lore across the world, you know, and, and every every country has its own little twist. And I, I was trying to remember if there was one that involved something like that. And it seemed like it was familiar, but I, I couldn't place it. So I don't know if I was just trying to connect dots that weren't there, or if there's actually some kind of symbolism. There. I didn't but get it. I, if, if, I kept going, oh boy, here we go. This is like blackface. I was just thinking it was having doing? a NAM flashback or something. Yeah. That was weird. I just want to, before we leave Hector Salamanca, I just want to point out, without any prompting, I just declared Mark Margoli the uh, IMDb photo of the week. And the reason (laughs) is because if you go to, if you go to him, if you go to Mark Margoli's like uh, page. That was Mark Margolis, not Margolis. Whatever you want to say. I don't care how you say it. I'm always, I'm always here to get under your skin with pronunciation. So... So, man number two, if you go right before you see his picture, uh, Hector Salamanca's picture on IMDb, right before you see it, I want you to ask yourself, what would happen if a photographer said, okay, pull your eye down? Yeah. Okay, I'm looking. <laughs> oh, look at that. Yeah, he's pulling his eye yeah. down. Yeah. Actually, I think, actually, I think he's trying to hold it up, and it's just an illusion. He's yeah. trying to hold it up. It's like, oh, it's, it's falling it's, down. Get it. Look. And no, it's another dude holding up a uh, Mark Margolis mask. Yeah, <laughs> he's, <laughs> over a, he's very you're good. A famous actor, like get a don't don't pull your eye down in a picture. He's a very cool do. actor. I like that dude a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I forgot he was in Scarface. Played Shadow in Scarface. Anyway, he was yeah. my little friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's cool. I like that dude. Uh, all right. I what else I have written here? Oh, some trivia. This is fun. Kathleen Turner was turned down for the role of Harry's sister-in-law. So that Tur- was the thing. Turned down? Like she was they, turned they rejected down. her? They rejected her. This is before she had a big, so they they screwed up. I mean, and so they hired is, a second great Marky Post. Yeah. Yeah. It is right in her last name. You know, like you you turn her yeah. down. <laughs> turn her down. Uh, or away, either one. Uh, says though it was successful. Or sorry. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, here we go. This was. Oh, you mentioned Patricia Rich- Richardson. This was actually her film debut. This was the first thing she ever did. Oh. So she, she's, you know, oh, she was slumming this it. Yeah. This, this was yeah, definitely well. what what launched her star, right? Yeah. Do you guys like yeah. that uh, tomato blood soup uh, blood in the in the eighties, mm-hmm. early eighties? Mm-hmm. I love that stuff. The most non blood looking chunky blood. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I figured it was just paint. But you're right. You would want something that you could clean up, like that was more like food. Yeah. Right? Because paint would have been... Paint stays. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, But I I really genuinely thought it was paint, and I still do. And and I think it's so sad (laughs) that they couldn't just make something that looked like actual blood. Yeah. What a a perfect kill suit, by the way, Santa wears. Yeah. All red. Sure. Dirty fur. Yeah. Well, the problem with the white, the white can get some blood on there. Well, he he has the dirty fur. Yeah. He does have yeah. the dirty fur. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a fun thing to say, isn't it? The dirty yeah, fur. It's dirty fur. Yeah. Dirty fur. I like Look that a lot. 
Uh, I thought that toy factory looked like the worst place to work on the planet. That was a real toy factory, according to the trivia. And I'm like, I hope those weren't the toys they were making, because I don't remember toys being so crappy uh, during right. the early 80s. But perhaps they were. Yeah. Well, they had to, I mean, they had to manufacture something, right? Right. They, they had to make uh, at least enough of those those stupid soldiers with lightning bolts. <laughs> right. What a weird assembly line. That's really a- weird assembly line. But that's the Pressman Toys factory. And uh, right. if you look at stuff that the Pressman Toys made, I looked to see if there were like any dumb soldiers. But I mean, you know, these guys have made tons I- of board games ever since. and. I remember the bubblegum machines they had in there. Those, yes. those were very familiar, but the rest of the stuff, I was like, I don't know. Well, those cheap, like, like, motorcycle with a plastic guy on it, ugh, what an awful toy. Yeah. That's just terrible. Please tell Red me motorcycle that. guy, blue motorcycle guy. Red yeah. motorcycle. I'm going crazy. I, I, I need to know that you were all reminded of the Dan Aykroyd sketches on Saturday Night Live oh, where boy. Candace Bergen is yeah. interviewing him yes. oh. runs a toy company. <laughs> yeah, this toy right here, uh, it's a little dangerous for the kids, but the uh, no, kids will figure it out. Yeah, yeah. it's a really, those were great. Classic. Here we have Bag of Glass. It's uh-huh. a Bag of Glass. <laughs> great fun. <laughs> uh, so I good. love those sketches. So like, that's like, reminds me of being a kid. Watching this movie, I could not help but want to go watch uh, do you guys the are, Irwin main Do, do you guys remember a, a, a Dan Aykroyd movie where he was in a dirty Santa suit and was sneaking punch out of a punch bowl and pulling down the mustache to do it? Does anyone have memory yeah. of that? And what movie is it? Isn't that Trading Places? Is it Trading Places? It might trading. be. Oh, that would yeah. make sense because that does take place around Christmas time. Okay. Yeah. Nobody, you... nobody here. I think I brought it up before. Nobody here has seen the Neighbors film, not the one with uh, Zac Efron and Seth uh... Rogen, but one from from the '80s where he and who's the other person? In that? Uh, the uh, John Belushi, I think, was the other person. Yes, and yes, the woman who, um, like the really seductive, sultry woman with like a low voice, who played it, played his wife. She was in that soap dish movie with Whoopi oh, Goldberg. I can't remember wow. her name. Right, but I didn't know this movie would take really so many places. <laughs> yeah, <Wow. laughs> I know you mean though. I've heard that lady before yes. on lots of things. She's, yeah, she's uh, uh, at some point. If that's ever streaming, that's a great one for this because it's it's one of those movies that just makes you feel uncomfortable for the whole the whole thing. Yeah, I'd put it in like money pit category. It, it would fit yeah. on the show. Yeah, we could totally do it. Yep. It's not the normal well, comedy Kathy, thing. Kathy Moriarty is who I was thinking of. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she wonder what she's doing. She has talent. She has uh, talent, but she's doing something talented. She's got to be doing something. Um, fifty nine. Did you? Oh, she's only fifty nine now. She's only fifty nine now. Oh, geez, yeah. that would have made she her. She sounded life. like she was fifty nine then. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, all right, the funniest moment in this movie, unintentional funny moment, was oh, and I he, laughed uh... out loud at this, where he punched his brother while he was in the oh van. Oh my god, that was the best. <laughs> punch i laughed so it was hard so, it was, was a so... ramp up punch it's like let me let me do my little mm, uh-huh. here it comes yeah as soon as i saw it i thought all right well we're gonna see this as a uh a gif uh in our yeah. discord yeah. but i was bummed that it never showed up yeah the, the problem with this way it was edited you couldn't really tell but the way oh, he was doing right. the wind up and yeah. just and his brother's like be grieving or whatever <laughs> and then he just and the, it's the dumbest punch outside it's, the van yeah and it's, it's so just like dumb. such a the dumbest so a thing. runner a runner up on that for me is when uh uh on christmas morning harry goes to jolly dreams and breaks all the toys yeah I that just, was good i was just like i i know this is not supposed to be funny but come on <laughs> yeah yeah there there were a couple of things like that where it was just like 
you know, you just laugh. And I know they didn't mean for me to, but I did because it was funny. Right, right. All right. The, you know, the running and, and slipping and falling, which apparently was a real slip and fall when the mob yeah, is chasing yeah. him. And he's, yeah. I thought, I thought that that house he was, uh, they had like 18 different like sets of santa claus stuff like they had the entire walkway driveway was lined with santa to slay santa's amazing shot i thought that 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 was a dream sequence like Mm -hmm. we're we're talking about the the street that's decorated yeah Yeah. is it a street or was that the driveway leading up to somebody's house Uh, i thought it was a driveway Uh, it was it was a a driveway that led through like a cul-de-sac it looked like and then it kind of went further on up so it it was kind of both it was kind of a little confusing but yeah um one of my favorite shots yeah. i just put in our shared or in our chat <laughs> yeah i love i love a lineup oh, with a I bunch love, of i love giant santa he was my favorite yeah. yeah yeah and they made him even taller by making him come forward freakishly well, tall it's santa. just it's it's a classic shot but it's so ridiculous because they're all wearing costumes you would never right. have a lineup of people in costumes the point no. of a costume is to obscure who you are well exactly. what but in this case wouldn't wouldn't you uh, not not that i disagree with you because i i don't think i do but wouldn't you want to cuz since the crime was committed by somebody in in full santa regalia wouldn't you want to have them in yeah, santa but stuff Scott, it's like if this crime was committed by someone in a ski mask you put a bunch right. of people up there in ski masks <laughs> i can't tell the difference uh, <laughs> that's a good point <laughs> you're right you're right that uh that scene by the way immediately following the scene of the santas in the lineup is the uh the police detective who gives the history of santa claus well, he originally right, right. came from Norway as a Sinterklaas, and yeah. that's where the red suit came from. Like, this is going to have any bearing on where they find the killer, where they track this guy yeah, down right. to. And then the other detective sings almost the entire Christmas song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are they doing in there? They I, were bad I don't detectives. know, but I love the, how many different variations of Santa Claus is coming to town were in this film, because there were a lot. Oh, well, it's free, well, man. It's open source. Crazy. That, yeah. Oh, my favorite is when he's going crazy, yes. and when he's ramping it up, they just stayed on him, and he just went from, you know, humming to crazy town yeah. it was i, I, capped, it was I capped some of that it was a little long to do the whole thing but i capped a little bit of it where he started oh i was it. i was hoping you captured all the the uneasy uh santa moaning that was going on at the very beginning of the books like like five minutes of santa hugging a leg and just <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, that scene really yeah, did seem to go on forever and then they kept coming back to it yeah right <laughs> keep flashing yeah. back to it like that was just odd everything about that yeah. scene and the fact that they focus so much on it in the trailers, the two trailers that exist yeah. in this movie. Yeah. Like, I almost worried the whole film was going to be this. But nope, just that one little deal. And nope. everyone moved on after that. Uh, I have a, a fair amount of clips to play that uh, will help us make sense of all of well, this. Well, we better get to those. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. Uh, let's start with this one. Uh, I forgot what this is. Hold on. Oh, heard this all the time growing up. Oh, okay. Here you go. Check it out. <laughs> Good boy, Scotty. Yeah, that's just that's I used to get told that a lot. <laughs> oh, that's what he's uh, spying on the kids uh, through the through the uh, binoculars. Yeah, which right. also is hey. just so freaking creepy. Yes, yes, Brian. Hey, is isn't Santa supposed to say ho 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 and not ha ha ha? Yes, this Santa is all about the ha ha ha. Yeah, it should. Well, be he's not very specific to the lore. like. He doesn't stick to the lore hundred percent. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and in the lineup, that's a good point. When the lineup, the the other problem, other than that they're all in suits, is when they have them come forward, they have them say "ho ho ho, Merry Christmas." That's not right. what he said at the crime scene. Right. Nobody right. in that lineup, or nobody on the other side of the glass, is going to go 
Oh, now I hear the voice. Like, you didn't hear his voice. He just said things like, I gotta go, or leave me alone, or whatever he said. He was just, like, <laughs> whiny and wimpy. So, ugh. Now I'm annoyed. Really? By, I'm annoyed by the lineup. That really bugged me. <laughs> Even though I like that picture. All right, here's uh, uh, something about Harry. How about you, Harry? How you doing? Hey, that looks great. Let me have a bite, will you, Harry? Oh, he's just, that guy's such a dick. That, that was the sin right there, Randy. Frank ate his sandwich. That, <laughs> I don't know, lie. but right. it's, a movie that, it's a movie that doesn't really... And I know it's not trying to be seven or something, right? Like, right. But it just it, it doesn't have any kind of consistency with his moral judging. You yeah. know, like, right, some, right. like again, is the is the punishment even close to the crime? Sometimes, yes, yeah. but sometimes not at all. Yeah. You know, and it and it kind of it does kind of tell a Santa story in that way, right? You're either on the naughty list or you're on the nice list. It's a binary. Santa's freaking evil. <laughs> but <laughs> but I mean, it just I don't know. I just noticed. I I tried to put a cardinal sin on every murder, right. and I couldn't. I, I think it's more like a, a momentum sin. So, like, if you've started the momentum of getting on the naughty list, that's all Santa sees, and he just keeps racking it up the points. You know, yep. you're on the good mm -hmm. list. You're good. You just he mm -hmm. just kind of watches those things. So he's kind of profiling. Yeah, a little bit. Jack, profiling. What a jackass! All right, yeah. here's a. Uh, he likes to be close to the toys. I miss being close to the toys, but oh, I, he didn't finish the sentence. But I mean, he's pretty stoked about toys. close to those toys. Close to the doors. Uh, uh, here he is freaking out while he's singing, like Brian was referring to earlier. <laughs> when he has to inhale, I lose it. Yeah. Uh, he is losing it in that scene. It's pretty fun to watch and really poorly portrayed, but whatever. It's fine. Uh, I don't know what this is. Dude, Harry. Oh, oh, okay. My gosh. This this is how a lot of the movie sounded, and I had headphones on, and I almost had a freaking seizure in this movie because the sound yeah, design is so bad. So here's an example of that. Dude, Harry. I can't hear you. Hold on a second. Will you turn that down? It's not loud, Daddy. Yes, it is. You little shit, Dennis. <laughs> Dennis the shit. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was Harry's uh, brother's family, uh, Phil, Philip, Philly, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, the, he was always freaking out about the loud noises. I think that was his problem. Yeah, Philly didn't like the loud noises. Yeah, but but uh, Dennis, the little rat kid, seemed to be fine with it. But I was I was on right. the other end of all He's this. He's not too loud, Daddy. Yeah, it's plenty loud. All right, he's really into this material. Listen to this. He's looking at his his uh, Santa suit and going. Mm. Is that oh, when he's yeah. dying the? Uh, or no, he's cutting up that, the fake fur. Yeah, yeah. that's when, that's when he's uh, yeah, that's when he's putting his Spider Man suit together. Yeah, you, you'd think he was putting his wiener in it or something. <laughs> might have been. Well, might have been. Kinda, yeah. Okay, well, what the f is this transition sound? So enjoy this. Sandy Lopez. That's. So That's bad. Sandy Lopez. So okay, so Sandy it's Lopez. I mean it's a sound that would indicate that some aliens have just beamed up something, right? Yeah. Or shot a right. laser and and <laughs> transmuted a person into a dog or something. But it could also be indicative of you're now crazy and imagining something, mm -hmm. right? Sure. Like mm -hmm. that you they could have used that sound to go into his crazy mind. 
Yeah. And like that. So like, I want to believe I just, I, we're right there. It's almost a better movie. Yeah. You know? right. Almost right. on the edge. I wouldn't mind a remake in the right hands. It could be fun. Oh man. Get some bloom house people in here yeah. on that thing. Why not? Aww, yeah. Why not? Indeed. All right. This kid's a pervert. I wrote, I wish I had a lifetime subscription to Penthouse magazine. All right, Amos. Get it down, yell it across the street, son. <laughs> well, quit cutting your copies up and, you know, <laughs> right. it'll last longer. <laughs> he cut half her boob off, too, in that shot. What was he doing? I'm saying serial killer. Yeah. Also, right. you, wouldn't you be looking at the side with the image when you're cutting it, not facing it toward the window? Because you're oh, cutting around the shape. That's why he's cutting the boob off. Because he maybe there's something better on the other side. Right, right. Maybe, something. maybe the shape on the other side's a little better. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right. I wrote throws rocks at dogs. I don't know what this is. Moss right, yeah. Garcia throws rocks at dogs. Oh, is that true? Picks his, <laughs> picks his nose. Yeah. Uses is a braggart was my favorite yeah. listing right. on one of the kids. <laughs> uh, naughty. Is a braggart. Atrocities is a braggart. Whoever says that? No one uses the term braggart. You never hear that phrase. Fanta. No. You braggart. Or braggart. When people say braggadocio, I want to kick him in the nuts. I hate it. Who says, who says does that? Does somebody say that? Yes, that's a thing. Braggadocio. Will say, oh, he walks around totally with his braggadocio. Here, I'm going to find it. Braggadocio. Oh, I hate it. Or braggadocious. Now, braggadocious, I've heard. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. it, here it is. Braggadocio, definition, Merriam-Webster. Uh, and, oh, whoops, it's got a pop-up. All right. Empty boasting or arrogant protection or uh, uh, pretension. So Cockiness. what you're saying is to be kind of pretentious to be a braggadocio. To say this word. Braggadocio. It makes you want to die. Oh, I hate <laughs> that word. It's like It's like mustached. You, a person can just be mustached. Ugh. You mean mustachioed? No, it's just mustached. <laughs> I didn't put no pistachios in my mustachio. Wait, oh wait, I so okay, so I'm gonna play this for you, Randy, so you'll enjoy it. Mustachio. <laughs> <laughs> I know it sucks. Mustachio. Mustachio. Oh, you can As... say it two ways. There's two ways to say it. So hold on, you got this. Hold on. Mustachio. Or. Mustachio. Mustachio. Ooh, now mustachio. That hurts my feelings. <laughs> I should hurt your feelings. As a longtime mustached man, uh-huh. I beg to differ. Okay. You might actually <laughs> say that you are. Mustachioed. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> You're mustachioed. Nope. No? That was her. That was her facial right. hair. It's too bad. Kind of like that. <laughs> All right. Um, the kid getting slapped. There's something horrible in there. Now you get in the car. Jeez. Jeez, Patricia Richardson. Yeah. Take it out on the guy next door who's, you only see the top half of his face. You're going to be that way with uh, Haley Joel or whatever the kid's name was on your, on your uh, home improvement show. Taylor Thomas. That's the one. There you go. Three three names. Three names. (laughs) Yeah. What's he doing? Oh, so, so, oh, he had, he had a Christmas movie not too, uh, what about 10 years ago? That was pretty good. That's oh. about the last time I've seen it. It was pretty movie. good, really? Okay. Yeah, I, I don't think I believe you. I was but trying I'm, to get home, I believe. I'm looking him up. He's he uh, currently still using a photo from when he was a kid. Sure. Because right. um, why wouldn't you? He's most recently known for, oh, he was, I forgot, he was young Simba in the Lion King animated time oh, in 94. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I forgot about right. That. That's uh, but so since then, not a lot uh, going on. Oh, he's on Last Man Standing. That was a thing. Hmm. And, he just uh, couldn't wait to be king. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Eight Simple Rules, Smallville, The Simpsons. Uh, was he on Eight Simple Rules? Yeah, it was earlier in the aughts. So he hasn't done a lot lately, though. Anyway, good kid, I guess. I don't know. I have no idea. 
I don't know. Yeah, he was in a movie. I'm sure things worked out for him in the end. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. It did. Sure. So, so I was feeling for a little bit. I was feeling a little bit for Moss there. You know, we never saw his dad. He was getting slapped around by his mom. So right. Maybe you know somebody's gonna have to clean up the side of the house. Mm-hmm. Right. They're gonna make Moss do it. And honestly, yep. he was kind of a cute kid. Big old eyes, you know, cute yeah. kid, just looking like a good kid, like pretty, running around doing pretty stuff. Pretty brave, too. Yeah. I mean, pretty brave. I wouldn't have went near those bushes. Yeah. No way. Well, you might have. I wouldn't yeah. have went near no, them bushes. <laughs> That's right. I'm not going near them bushes. Sir. A little bit of Southern coming out of you there today. All right. Get how about in this? In the car, Mom. Let's go get yep. some presents. There you go. Here's a guy that sounds like a robot for no reason at the party. Here you go. And how you feeling now, Harry? What the, what happened? <laughs> What's that? Just that one guy. I guess they did some work afterwards, and they. I don't know. It was weird. It's, yeah, did did not sound right. Uh, I wrote this guy is grating on my brain. So let's see what that was because I don't remember. I'll tell you, Harry. I don't know what the f- you're talking about. Hey, good to see you again. Hello, you're uh, Ben, isn't it? Yeah. That guy. Hey, well, yeah, yeah, Mr. Potter. That guy sounded like Mr. Potter for sure, didn't he? Uh, oh, a little. You mean like yeah. uh um. Like uh, Colonel Potter yeah. or no uh, Potter from wonderful It's a Wonderful Life? life. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Life Potter. Yeah, let me give you that. <laughs> they all sound like that. <laughs> uh, all right, I, here. Oh, I good. would like to sack It's a Wonderful Life some year. I just Ooh, wow. I don't know. I think I think it's just such a horrible movie, and I want to explain <laughs> why. <laughs> I watched I it. I watched it for films to invest in that, Randy. I, it I watched long. it for Current Geek this year, so give me a year, and then I'll forget about it. But yeah, maybe, right. maybe. I also think it's not the greatest thing in the world, like everyone does. It's fine. Colorized version or black and white? Uh, we watched Tom and I watched. Oh no, I watched color. He watched black and white, so that we both had mm. one of each, and then we compared mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, here's uh, full Santa mode. I wrote. What do you think you're doing? I I have a delivery. I mean, I have toys for the children inside. Oh, I mean, uh, 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 I've, I've taken wait a, a minute. You're not leave it. Santa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Santa guy. wouldn't make that mistake, right? By the way, uh, is this our worst depiction of Santa of all time? I I'm I'm curious. If anybody's got a worse one, you brought up Dan Aykroyd and Trading Places. I love. Have you got that, a worse though. one, like like where you're just like, that's not Santa. That person is wrong for Santa. Uh, mm-hmm. you mean unintentionally wrong? I mean, because uh, Billy Bob Thornton, you wouldn't count as okay. Like, so right, oh, right. There, there. Yeah. That's a great answer to this question, though. Like Billy Bob Thornton putting on that costume does not, still doesn't look like Santa, even in a Santa right. costume. He's not right. Santa. Is that like the worst depiction of Santa? I ever. love that first movie so much. I'd, I'd throw um, uh, Artie Lang from Elf. Uh, Elf. Elf. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I think I think he's pretty close to the worst. But is this worse? Is this worse than Artie Lang? Um, I mean, at some point, he kind of weirdly looks like Santa in this movie. After a while, like he's no longer the dark-haired, like nebbish guy at work. He looks like a downtrodden, mm-hmm. beat-up Santa Claus, but right. Santa Claus nonetheless. So I don't, I don't know if it's the worst depiction. I don't- yeah, no, I don't think it's the worst. I mean, before he does get all gross um, and covered with soot and, and beat up and that sort of thing, like the the hair application and makeup, it looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah it doesn't look like Super you're gorgeous. just generic white wig and and stuff like. What it's... happened to his face, by the way? Did some lady stab him in the face, or did I imagine that? Yeah, no, that happened. Mm-hmm. She was uh, yeah, she was standing him. there. Yeah, she was sitting there uh, messing with her little uh, her little Christmas pin, and she kept waiting and then he like he like comes by and she goes stab yeah yeah 
And he made a face and then ran, but then that never yeah. really came up again. It didn't really bleed that much. It was mm-hmm. fine. I loved, I loved the the turn against the parents uh, with that little girl getting the switchblade and go, "Here's Santa, uh-huh. stab mm-hmm. him!" Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Santa. All right, here's one for. Uh, oh, the same old guy. What are you wacko? What are you wacko? I'm gonna pull out my revolver. <laughs> And I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I can't get off this topic, but is it Tim Allen? Is Tim Allen the worst Santa? Oh, I really oh. dislike those Santa Claus movies. Really? Santa Claus movies. I yeah. like the Santa Claus movies. They're I don't care bad. what you say. They're bad. They're yeah, not you good. Can't, they're, they're, they're not bad. They're really bad. Don't and don't bad. let anyone tell convince you otherwise. Those are bad you, movies. You, look, it's hard to come up with a good, uh, say, say in any Christmas movie, is objectively good. I mean, because they're they're all bad. I disagree. Just, mm, I disagree. They, they, it's just whether or not they play to your particular spirit. The Griswolds would like to take issue with your. Yeah, and Elf is <laughs> Elf is just so good. It's so heartwarming. Yeah, it's, it's a like, good movie. And and by the way, Elf has my favorite Santa, which is Ed Asner. He's perfect. Great. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's great. He's Santa. great in there. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> 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 but I, I there are definitely a few movies that I think are great santa movies but there are many that are not and i'll tell you what my I, probably my least favorite oh uh, this is going to cause a stir not here Ooh. but maybe with listeners well uh, look maybe we've we'll already hear. bashed uh we've already bashed it's a wonderful life and called santa santa claus series terrible there's nothing you could say right now that would okay well jim carrey's grinch movie i do not like mm-hmm. at all oh plenty of people do mm-hmm. not like that I I really like rubs me wrong i feel like the movies in that vein or like jingle all the way or just movies that are now, Christmas. see i was okay with you not liking the grinch i can understand it but you just told me you didn't like jingle all the way oh you're a big sinbad fan are you is that what's going on you like the yes, sinbad okay. I am. yes i am all especially right. in that film my daughter yeah. went and saw sinbad Tread at carefully. wise guys downtown yeah. last week and said he was very funny so apparently apparently yeah. he's still touring and still got it i guess for people who I, like sinbad. Uh, i feel like every year so my tradition every year is to uh, be the last person awake on Christmas Eve, and then I've saved a couple of okay, gifts. Santa. I've saved a couple of gifts to wrap. Yeah, and I, I sit and watch Bad Santa while I wrap gifts. I love and, Bad Santa, and and I I'm always challenged by people who uh, absolutely hate that movie to explain how it's good, and I don't really have a good explanation. It just feels like an auteur took a weird concept to its extremes. And it actually has a happy ending, yeah, and I, yeah. and it's like I'm good. I like I think, I, and and they use the Christmas music throughout it and so on. Right. But I don't have a solid explanation. It just like it clicks with me. And so you don't, I'm agreeing with yeah. you, Brian Dunaway. You mm. don't need. That's what I'm saying. You're. I absolutely agree with you. you. You don't need to explain the good or bad of a holiday film. Is just what resonates with you because it's like we're all we all have different ways that we celebrate and think of christmas i mean if you never want to hear a negative thing in your life don't see bad santa but if you want to laugh and enjoy a really twisted take on a lot of holiday tropes and just good acting and funny comedy bad santa is great bad santa 2 Mm -hmm. is garbage they screwed it up it's not good bad santa 2 should not exist i mean it can it's fine whoever someone likes it (laughs) all they had to do was remake the first one 
Like that happens in comedies all the time. We're just mm. going to tell the exact same story again in a different, slightly different setting with some new jokes. Yeah. That's all they had to do. Yeah. Like Star Wars. All right. Hey, check this out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Best comedy ever. I wrote, these guys are jerks. Let's see what this is. Well, Santa, you look ready for a busy night. Come now, Charles. A little respect. What's with the, the freaking Philip, the British, British Philip right. people out there? Where, where right. do they come from? What's their deal? I couldn't tell if they were being sarcastic. At that point, I was totally confused. <laughs> oh, hello, Santa Claus. You look lovely today. <laughs> <laughs> they were dumb. They deserved a thing in their eye. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> a little soldier stab. Yeah. Stabbing the eye, though. It's always wrong. Uh, here's oh, here's yeah. some creepy kids all being... I don't like kids who do things in unison because, A, it's highly mm. unlikely they ever do. You have to train them yeah. to do this. So when they do it naturally... Those are creepy kids and are children of the corn. You should avoid them. But here they are doing it. Merry Christmas, children. Merry Christmas, Santa. Run, dude. <laughs> Run. Get away. Wow. From those kids. All right, here's that horrible sound again. Ugh, so bad. That is so just like... I don't, that's like when Kirk gets taken over by an alien entity or something. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to think... Uh... You know, uh, the Kill Bill movies use stuff like that just um, to be kitschy, right? Just yeah. to be yeah. a throwback, but that old. Juju. <laughs> I like Juju. Yes, that's exactly what that what that sound is called. Juju. Yeah, Juju. Yeah, in the subtitles, that's what it says. Yeah, Juju. Post caption. Yep, nailed it. Here is uh uh let's see oh a great death sound. This is what's his name upstairs getting sliced after he thought he had suffocated him. So here's that part. <gasps> that's the best death sound you're gonna get. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah. And then the wife doesn't make a noise like screams yeah. but doesn't make a sound for like three minutes she's <laughs> terrified so much that she couldn't I, I was already kind of annoyed with that scene because if you've ever tried to smother someone in their sleep i mean a, a you know a, a compact you know stuffing in a pillow is much better more Way effective better. than a than a box full of of, of presents in a sand you're not gonna yeah there's, there's, much there's too much there. uneven right yeah you're not yep. you need a flat surface yep yeah that was that was not good uh kill a guy yeah, etiquette yeah. yeah bad planning that's right here is i wrote how do you know what since i don't know what this is i'll just play it no i know that inside oh he just knows things by because of the inside okay yeah yeah, the inside. That was the brother scene. Inside. See. Mm -hmm. there, was was a, the... there was a lot of dialogue in this movie that, that I didn't get. Like, I just didn't know what was going, why this was being said. Yeah. And it made me think, what if this guy had a separate person as the writer of the film? Yeah. Like, <laughs> just, you yeah. know, like sometimes maybe you're too close to the project. You need a, you need a partner. Yeah. Uh, need somebody in charge else. of what actually gets said. Exactly. <laughs> of, what, of what gets said in your movie. <laughs> Uh, I like that. All right. Avoid. I don't know. I wrote a lot of these down. I don't know what they mean. So I'll just play it. Avoid anyone dressed as Santa Claus. Well, that seems like a broad thing to do. Santa Claus. Christmas Was that the Geraldo? The Geraldo Rivera? I want to know cousin that was because it was he was kind of a weird. He had big, glorious parted hair. Like just a call nine double nine one two one two. Yeah. If you see a Santa Claus, run the other way. Why would it not be nine triple? Because why not just nine one one triple nine? Because nine double nine. What? What? Why couldn't you say? Can you? I mean, in movies, you can say nine one one in movies, right? 
Is there just some yeah. rule that you can't? Okay. So why couldn't they just have uh, done that? It just didn't. It, it wasn't a thing then. Oh. Yeah, hadn't it? Didn't in uh, the 80s? Didn't get invented until the late 70s, early 80s or something? Well, this was set in the 80s. The It's only the flashback that was before that. So this was like 80. He should have had 9 Maybe Maybe hadn't heard of it. Yeah. He was, I mean, that van was, was like era appropriate and all the other cars and stuff. I think I think he I think they screwed that up. They should have just said 911. Call well, I guess it was the late 60s. Uh Huntington, Indiana on uh in 1968, you had 911. Yeah, so they, he should have had it by 1980. But was it was it nationwide though? Nationwide um in America. In America. America. As late as 1989, uh, at least 28 Chicago suburbs still lack 911 service. Oh, weird. Was a joke in yeah. that time for sure. <laughs> in uh, in <laughs> 2000, wow. it was only 93% of the United States had That's crazy. So... <laughs> How does it yeah. not work in places? That just right. seems like a... Weird. Hello? Like, it seems like an easy thing to turn on. Yeah. <laughs> right. Doesn't seem like it'd be that hard. Yeah. Well, what do we know? We don't know. Yeah, in 1979, 26% of the U.S. population could dial the number. So there you go. So around the time of this movie, yeah. Well, this movie came out. Nine two one two one. Yeah, but this movie came out in 1980. I mean, I'm sorry. The movie there was only 20% coverage in the U.S. at that point in time. So it's not unreasonable to think. You're saying in 1980 there was only that much coverage? That's only 26% of the U.S. could call 911. That's crazy. The rest of us apparently were calling nine double nine two one two one. Right. Wow. And dying one two one two. Dying a lot because we had rotary phones, so it's like (laughs) (laughs) that blows my mind. Away with the nines. That blows my mind. I thought this was like 100% of the country when I was a kid. I was sure of it. That's just nuts. All right. Well, shows what you know. We learn things on this show. Check this out. Time for this. It's time for the film sack checklist. Santa really dislikes that penthouse kid. Check. Adult men treating Santa like the short kid on the playground. Check. And his brother Phil is a huge dick. Check. Uh, Trek connections. We have a few, surprisingly. Uh, Stephen oh. Medindo, Medillo, Mendillo, who played Tom in this on Enterprise, played Captain Tabak in the episode The Seventh. Mark Margolis, or Mogulis, or however Brian Randy said it. <laughs> Mowgli. 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 Mark Mowgli. Uh, he was man number two in this. In uh, TNG, he played Dr. Neil Apgar in the third episode season of A Matter of Perspective. I do not remember him being on track, but I would. No, I don't either. And that name sounds familiar. Neil, Dr. Neil Apgar. Yeah. Something about all that. Third season too. So mm, I want to check that. I want to see that. Yeah. Uh, John Towley. Don't forget to bring a towel. Um, (laughs) In this, he played Joe on DS9. He played Vedic Awesome in the sixth season episode Resurrection. So there you go. Oh, this, that's the one where, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they <laughs> yeah, sent, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, this is the one where where they think Riker gets killed on this. Oh, uh, yeah. Or no, they think Riker killed a guy, right. and each one has their different perspective. This guy right. thought, oh, he, he Riker was totally did. horning in on his woman. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and he's the doctor that's in the in the flashbacks. He's kind of a psycho, exactly, jealous. Exactly, yeah. yes. Oh, right. wow, okay. 
I mean, I still may have to watch that again. I don't think that's a very good yeah. episode, but I'll watch it. And he rings a little bell all the time in his wheelchair, and then guest ring comes in, and oh, never mind. Yeah, it was there and poops on the floor. Poops. Is there anything more poops demanding than a than a bell? It's like ding. No, right from now. Hector Sorry. Salamanca, it is very demanding. Um, yeah. yeah. Is it because it's so annoying you just want to do anything to stop it? Kind I of. think so. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. Um, that's why you don't see it on countertops and retail stores anymore. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> or hotels, they don't do it anymore. No, no exactly. That's bad. Um, when Okay, so what was I going to say about that? Um, oh, that episode of Star Trek is like a, it's like a foreshadowing of deep fakes because it's basically mm-hmm. everybody trying to convince each mm-hmm. other that each of their mm-hmm. memories is the correct one because they're actually watching them. Right, and, that's right. Yeah, yeah, deep fake, man. That's what's going on there. Uh, soundtrack great. I'd give it a WTF for what the F. Also designed to make me think I was going to have a seizure at any moment I wrote. And uh, <laughs> Yeah, it was just real annoying and in your face and of its time and a hundred other things. But it is what it is. It's fine. I mean, who expected a fully orchestrated, beautiful soundtrack? Right, right. I didn't. Right. So. Uh, all right, now. Time for us to do what we do best. That is the Twitter post where you guys sum this up in 280 characters or less. Let's begin with Randy. Christmas evil. You'll watch from the stairs as men dressed up in costume go down on women who can't see that you're there. Just like Saturday night at Ibbets House. <laughs> Perfect. Brian Dunaway. Oh, Christmas evil. To Mars Garcia. Suck it. From Santa. P.S. <laughs> I hate you so much. Why don't you just die already? Merry Christmas. <laughs> By the way, Moss Garcia might be our chick in the bucket. Just never yeah, went yeah, back yeah. to it. We have no good on. Right. He, last we saw, he rode off in the sunset with his mom, right? Is that how it happened, yeah. I think? Or, that yeah. was it. Did he show up later? I can't remember. She was having a day off or whatever she was doing. I don't know what her deal was. Right. Uh, finally, Brian Ibbett. Christmas evil. He's a dasher, a dancer, a prancer, and you'll be fixing to vomit. It's stupid. I'm done. Let's get blitzing. <laughs> okay, so once again, though, I, I have to come back to the very, very beginning. I need an answer to this question okay. because it sets the stage for the whole film. At the very beginning of the film, mom and two boys are sitting on the stairs. Santa shows up, and then he winks at them. Mm-hmm. And then later... A kid right. comes down and sits on the stairs and watches the thing. I, I was just making yeah. a joke about. Right. Is Santa at the very beginning a the magical elf Santa or is that dad? No, it's dad. He's putting on a show for the kids. Yeah, it's, it's hard to dad, it's dad putting, putting on, on, on a show. show. Yeah. yeah. Because but he disappears up the chimney, which seems unrealistic. But exactly. yeah, I'm with you. It was yes. little. No, but when you're watching the movie, when you're watching the movie. It kind of seems like they're all watching the real Santa Claus, right? Yeah. Right, I think that right. was on purpose, but I think it was meant to be that, you know, and then the wife's behind him going, this is kind of turning me on. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of ladies in this this movie, like at the Christmas party, all the ladies wanted to dance with Santa. Is this a secret fantasy? I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Don't search. Let me tell you this. Here's what you do. Just don't search for that on Bing image search and you'll be fine. All right. All right. I'm going All to right. Bing image search right now. Let's don't see. do it. Don't search. Don't search for sexy Santa or your ladies. I'm not going to search for Santa and sexy. I'm looking ladies like Santa. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm telling you, you're going to find something. You will. Oh, you may. Okay, okay. I got to close my browser now. OK. Yeah. Clear your cache and clear, uh, yeah, clear, yeah. clear history. Yeah. Clear Broke. history. All right, uh, incognito window ASAP. All right, here's the uh, uh, an email. Oh no, I got to do alternate titles. I almost forgot. I, I got to share one though in the chat room. Go ahead. Right. Oh, please put it in there. Thank you very much. All right. Oh, look at this. Here we go. 
this thing had two. Uh, you know, we had, we know of the other alternate titles that it almost got, uh, or that it even had like the credit said "Better Watch Out," uh, right? In for my version, but uh, this actually had alternate titles beyond that. One was "Oh, the weather outside is shiteful," <laughs> <laughs> or "Jolly Old Saint Dick." Okay, let's take a look at Brian's image. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a man's nipple. I don't like it. Yeah, it's a man's nipple. <laughs> with, with, with a cutout shirt with a with with uh, with some reindeer ears. Or to say why why I don't know. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, why why is right. Don't right, like it. Why, don't like it. Why. All right, uh, email. We got an email from Etienne, uh, or ATN is how you're supposed to say it. From Montreal it says hello. This may seem out of nowhere, but I was listening to the Terminator episode recently, and I think I may have found a case where time travel was handled properly. Drum roll. Heroes Season 1. I don't know what that means. Anyway, uh, Hero... Oh, he's talking about Heroes Season 1. Hero comes back... Hero comes back in time after he's pinpointed, or after he, he has pinpointed, the spot in time that broke his universe. He knows ah. he will return to his own present, and it will be unchanged by his actions, but he knows his buddy Ando will live to be or live on in the other timeline. That's it. Take care. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So Correct. I always go to Ibit on this because Ibit, Ibit is a, a connoisseur of when they get it right and when they get it wrong in time travel. So Brian, your take. That depiction of time travel is Bing. Correct. Yay! <laughs> yes. Last how time travel works. Yeah. That's right. You can travel back to your own time. You can't travel back to the time that you or travel forward to the time that you altered because you could do something to change whether or not you create a time machine and therefore uh, create a paradox. Right. Which is why Looper. First contact. The first contact, Looper, uh, mm-hmm. the one with the whales for Star Trek, for that yeah. matter. Voyage Home. Yeah. Voyage Home. Yeah. Uh, a million of them. A million of them. They all do it wrong. But a couple yeah. of movies, there's a few out there. They get it right. movies do it right, exactly. And too bad season one was so good of Heroes because the rest of it sucked. All right. <laughs> it's true. Uh, if you want to send an email in like that, you can. Filmsack at gmail.com. We'd love it. So do that. Be like ETN and uh, send us your emails. Our next film is not <laughs> uh, at all related to Christmas. It is, in fact, related to the new year. What is it called? What are we watching? New Year's Evil. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. Yeah. New Year's Evil. Basically, uh, look for any movie where they change the word Eve to evil <laughs> and, uh, and watch it for film sex. I want to watch Adam and Evil. Or, <laughs> yes. Uh, probably the, a movie. It is also probably is. The same year of 1980. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, really? Okay. Mm, the many, the three faces of evil. I'm trying to think of all the Eve movies I know. Sure, sure. Uh, it's Eve. That's it. That's all I got. That's all I got. That's it. That's and this all, is streaming it. on Prime. It's streaming on. Um, I guess that's kind of it. It's streaming on Prime. Right. <laughs> Deal with uh, it. I mean, you you can. It says Direct TV subs, but that's not even Direct TV anymore. It's AT and T TV and Epics. If you have Epics, but for some reason don't have. Huh. Prime. Gotcha. Right. Mustachio. Great. Uh, well, then I'm <laughs> I'm very excited to the see name, that. That's the name, by the way, of the main uh, villain. His name is Musta- oh, Musta- Mustachio. 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 Okay, cool. Watch out, everybody. Here comes Mustachio. Mustachio. Mustachio to stop. Yeah. Here, here, here's how you know. Mustachio. Mustachio. He's mustachioed mustachio. 
<laughs> anyway, that's all happening. That'll be next uh, time. When are we record? It's next, just next week, right? We're just doing yeah, it again. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, 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 do anything. Yeah, yeah we're, we're all good. So yeah. next week we'll be Randy here. We'll still be in Canada, right? Yeah, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah. So uh, uh, we're going to do that. And I have no idea what that movie is, so I'm coming in totally cold. Uh, I assume it'll be bad like this, which is exciting because yeah. we enjoy stuff like oh, this. Yeah, yeah, of course. And uh, we've got a whole new year ahead of us at Film Sack. 2020 should be great. So uh, thanks for being with us in 2019, everybody. We really appreciate it. Been a weird year everywhere, but Film Sack. Film Sack's been just this like solid little weekend rock we all have to look forward to. And uh, having you guys there with us is uh, a treat. And I look forward to a whole other year of it. I don't know why I'm doing this now. I could do it next week when we have the final episode <laughs> yeah. of the year. This, this week is Christmas. Next yeah. week is New Year. Yes. Merry Christmas, everybody out there. You know, a thing we've always been able to say. And uh, enjoy it. Filmsack.com is our website. Uh, you can leave us voicemails at 801-471-0462. Filmsack at gmail.com is our email address. And as always, you can find us on Twitter at Filmsack. That twill do it for us. For me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. And to all a good fright. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Should be your shorts dirty. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>